Wait, what, what does that remind you? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Girls versus la 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 girls. Okay, but first we okay. should do the intro. We're, right. Is it your week? My week? I can't remember. I can't. I'll go. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of You Know You Love Us. I'm Tyler. And I'm Hannah. Welcome. Welcome. That's a nice little like. Yeah, it was alternative harm. Yeah, it was yeah. like, ooh, ooh. Ooh, well, okay. Okay, so, okay, 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 girls versus la 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 girls. <sighs> Hannah, I don't get it, and I don't know if I want to get it. So <laughs> I didn't even know about it until one of the GG accounts we follow, yes. I believe Gossip Girl Stills, posted yes. that Serena and Blair pick, and it was like, Serena was la la la, and Blair was right. okay, okay, okay. And I was like, what? What is that melody? I didn't what understand. What is that tune? Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So okay. I took to TikTok, and Third. here is what... The things are okay, 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 girls are introverted, overthinkers, logical, thinks with their head, more mature, lol, listens more than talks, chill, sarcastic, little friends, socially awkward. La 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 girls are extroverted, dreamy, zones out, very funny, outgoing, talks a lot, but is very caring, less mature, girly, sarcastic, powerful. La la la. <laughs> so we're both la 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 girls. Yes. I just don't. Okay. But then I saw a video on the Tiki Talks that was okay. like, it's this aesthetic. And shout out to Bridget, friend of the pod, my Gen Z queen in Jerry Orchard was mm-hmm. then trying to explain it to me. And I was like, I don't get the aesthetic like is not drastic enough for me to get it. Like if you say like one is giving Hill House and the other one is giving like fuck, I don't even, like, Billie Eilish, like, those are extremes, but I feel like yes. that's right, right? Yeah, Billie okay. is full, okay, okay, okay. okay, okay. And Hill House yes. girlies are la-la-la girlies. La. That okay, makes sense okay, to okay. me. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I just needed to put it in, I needed to put it in terms that I understand. <laughs> I took to the Gen Z gals in my life on our text thread, my cousin Colette and my sister Sophie, shout out, sure. to ask them, um, I said, genuinely asking, am I a la 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 girl or an okay, okay, okay girl? And Sophie said, la la la. And I said, okay, that's what I thought, TY. And my cousin Colette drags me. She T-Y. says, Hannah, I love you, but how can you not know you're a la 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 girl? Ha 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 ha. I like it's so fresh and it like already has left the building, I feel like. like I know. You know, so I'm like, what? Ah, sometimes trends come on too hot and too heavy for me, and I can't even keep up. I can't keep up. And then I told my little sister that she was an okay, okay, okay girl, and she just said no shit. (laughs) Iconic, Sophie, iconic. Okay, also, someone, I wore a full sweatsuit, which I think the one we both own from Zara. Magnificent, Um, yeah. Magnificent. Have it in cream, got it Mm -hmm. in, like, stone. I'm upset you would fucking love the color sounds like my favorite color yeah truly it's just like bland and beige and Mm -hmm. perfect Mm -hmm. um and it's like a dark beige um and i wore it on sunday uh to the theater because hashtag had a staycation with best friend of the pod hallie mayo she came all the way up from arkansas to see cherry orchard we need to hear Um, more about that Oh my God. It was iconic. It was perfect. We stayed at the wit. We just trotted on. Like I had no commute, which was 
unreal feeling and it was perfect and we just lounged on sunday morning and like got starbucks and ordered room service and watched bravo the dream the dream i did a show i came back and then we both went back to the theater she saw the show we got up we went to um the Aire ancient baths in chicago Mm -hmm. which is my most favorite place of all time you know i've never gone Hannah, I was just about to say, we have to go. That's not like a, oh, will I go? I'm like, no, the next time you are here, okay. we are going. Okay. Like, period. Period, the end. It will change your life. We also went first thing in the morning during the week, which I think is the time to go. That sounds like great. it's Yeah, there were far fewer people there at that time than the first time we went. So mm-hmm. it honestly felt like no one was there. I was like, oh, right. this is like private. Like it was and it truly like I am sore just from like floating around. And I think my muscles like releasing. Whoa. I don't know. Do you feel like you're in a womb? Yes. You I'm constantly trying to go back to the womb. Hannah, this is your place. This is your place. It's your place. Like so luxe. So like luxurious. My favorite pool that they have it. It imitates or emulates the dead sea so Mm -hmm. it's salt and you just fucking float they have spa water everywhere like it's just they have dyson hair dryers it's fucking everything do they play music or no music no music it's just like like it's just like this and there are candles everywhere i mean it is it really is transformative and it is worth every penny. Color me influenced. Sounds great. 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 Okay. But yeah, so it was the perfect staycation. We had the absolute best time. I have to show you what you got me and then listeners, I will describe it. Um, So Hallie got me these incredible cups (gasps) that say the Real Housewives of Fayetteville, AKA Fayetteville, Arkansas in the most perfect Bravo font. That's amazing. I, I screamed. I screamed. I simply scream. The gift you never knew you needed. Truly. And I <laughs> uh, and I did. Um, oh, sweatsuit. Sorry. Full circle. No, you're good. I was gonna I, bring us back. I love all of this. These details I, are important. They're on. very important. I wore the sweatsuit to the theater and someone said, Oh wow, I like your sweatsuit. And I was like, Yeah. And they were like, I just haven't seen someone wear a sweatsuit in like 15 years. And I said, Oh, babe. You are not on TikTok <laughs> and then walked away. <laughs> That's very funny. And I was like, excuse me, how dare you like laugh at my perfect sweatsuit and croc look? Oh croc my gosh. Sock sweatsuit? Are you kidding me? And a trench? There's no comfier look in the world. No. Uh, so anyways, it's just funny when you, speaking of TikTok trends, when you meet people that tr- that are not on TikTok. They don't it get it. It takes you to your core. Yeah. Um. So- I took a quick little trip to Salt Lake City to see Jake. And (gasps) I just, yes, I have way too many details I need to tell you. But basically, I just had the morning from hell and I would really like Mm -hmm. to share it with you and the listeners. Oh, no. First and foremost, I went to Orange Theory, Salt Lake City. Um, And the instructor. Yeah. And for me, it was. I mean, look, (laughs) I think everyone else who was a local seemed to love orange theory there and love this class and good for them. For me, Salt Lake city and Jen was a little bit of a culture shock. Um, The people I met were absolutely lovely, but like, don't know that I could live there. The 
coach of this class had like a Tony Horton P90X vibe. Um, which like, I think that's like genuinely just who this man is and how he talks. Like, I think he's just extremely passionate about fitness, but like, it was not my journey that morning. Mm-hmm. On top of that, to add insult to injury, um, I hadn't pooped in two days because I can't poop when mm-hmm. I travel. And my leggings kept rolling down oh. over my stomach. And I was like, I'm going to unalive myself. Yes. I That feeling is the worst feeling. The really, worst really. feeling. Then my shoes untied. Okay. Annoying. <laughs> then I had just gotten my face dermaplaned, which was an incredible feeling. But I hadn't worked out that hard since <gasps> pre-dermaplaning. And there was no oh, peach fuzz no, for the no, sweat no. to cling to. Yes. So I'm dripping sweat. No yes. towel in sight. And none of this is on Orange Theory. It was just a morning where everything was annoying me. Then it starts to fucking snow. I was like, and the seats on the rowers were backwards. So I was like, this is very uncomfortable. And my introverted heart just could not take this entire situation. Also, the front desk was incredibly chatty. And that is very kind and sweet of them. But I was in a place of, okay, 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 girl. And I couldn't, Uh I couldn't take it. Yeah, yeah. You weren't ready for the la la la's. Uh, no, no. I was in a full place of okay, okay, okay. Then mm-hmm. after I tried to go to Starbucks and the vibes were so fucked up and weird and off. And Tyler, I like dropped Jake off at work. I thought I'm gonna have a cute little morning to myself, get myself mm-hmm. a little coffee drink. Mm-hmm. I go to Starbucks. I'm like, I'm gonna be a stand-up citizen and walk inside and order my coffee because the stand-up drive-thru citizen. line was insane. Great. Iconic. Yes. There's just a little like a few people like disparately like standing in front of the counter and no one Mm -hmm. who works there is acknowledging them. So I was like confused as to who was in line, who was waiting for a drink. The layout of the Starbucks was weird. I asked this man, (laughs) Hey, I asked this man, I asked this man, I say, Hey, are you in line? He looks up at me with these beady eyes and goes, what? And I go, are you in line? And he, what is not a way to respond to something. And he smirks at me. I'm like, I said, are you in line? He smirks and goes, no, and I was like, I feel like you're going to kill me. So I waited another 30 seconds Excuse and left, me. left oh without God. Starbucks. I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. Harrowing. And then the last leg of the, the tour of the day, I forgot to bring a bra that wasn't a sports bra on this trip, despite overpacking. Yeah. So I was at this mall and it was like kind of a spooky vibe that I couldn't really explain. Okay. Um And... I'm at Nordstrom looking for the Skims bralettes and two girls who look exactly the same within 20 seconds who work at the store are like, hi, do you need something? Hi, do you need something? And I was like, whoa, no, I'm okay. And I walk around the entire mall only to end up back in that very spot and go to one of the same sales girls and say, actually, I do need something. I didn't find what I was looking for. And I tried on four bras, which is when my asshole decided to betray me because I was finally ready to poop after two days of not pooping. And I had that like hot poker up the ass kind of feeling like inverted gas. No. So I purchased a bra very awkwardly, not before taking the time to test a Joe Malone perfume, which I didn't love. And I carted my ass home in the snow slash hail. Hannah, that's harrowing. It was, I was like, I'm on a trip and I have time alone. La la la. I'm going to have so much fun. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. But what kind of bralette did you get from Skims? I ended up getting, no, I ended up getting like a full ass bra oh, from the company Wacol. So oh yeah. Wacol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like, it's like a full coverage, just like holds them in. Wow. Nothing sexy about it. Extremely comfortable, like a nurse bra. And I really enjoyed it. And I spent Way more than I wanted to, but like I probably needed a new bra anyways. The only actual bra, new bra I've gotten in the past five years Mm -hmm. uh, that is not a bralette or a sports bra Mm -hmm. is from a show. And I said, can I keep this? And they said, yeah. Like like the guy in Casper, you said, can I keep you? Can I keep 
and the bra whispered yes yes oh my god i love that i think i think the pink tax on bras like it's out of control the bra i got was like 70 dollars, and that was on the lower end of the store and i was like it's what the fuck i shouldn't have to pay so much for an over-the-shoulder boulder holder no and all what is that from i don't know i i honestly feel Mm -hmm. like some I can picture like a dude saying it, which inherently irritates the me. Shoulder boulder holder, <laughs> but it is really funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh my god! Wow. Last question for you. Yes, Han. We had an incredible listener reach out. Shout out to <gasps> Lindsay to inform us that at the end of the Gossip Girl reboot finale, there was a post credits Marvel clip, and she did us the kindness of sending the clip to us, Queen. And it was crazy. It was shocking. How did we miss that? How? Because no one was talking about it. Between Jordan, I feel like most people didn't know. That's so true. An entire scene between Jordan and Mister Menzies. Roger Menzies. Are you kidding? It was giving Marvel, though. You were right about that. That and that was Lindsay's words, not mine. She knew. Wow, she knew. You know? Okay. You know what? (sighs) This is a moment of stress. Mm. May the 4th is coming up. Obviously, my favorite national holiday that's not a national holiday, but I think it actually might be unclear. So my mm-hmm. uh, fav- one of my favorite days of the year next to Christmas and Valentine's. Yeah. Um, so exciting. So fucking pumped about new cosplays. I can't wait. Here's what stresses me out. Because Disney is like, we will own everything. Yeah. They said, okay, we'll also release the third Guardians the day after May the 4th. And I said, I think that is simply too much. On Disney Plus? No, in theaters. They were like, so so they were like, oh, and I mean, that'll be like one of the biggest movies of the year because I think that's the last one of the franchise. Maybe I could be wrong. Um, But um, I, I think they did it because they're all, I think. I want to say The Flash is coming out that day, too. So, obviously, they're doing it to be like, fuck you, DC. Anyways, I don't need to get into the inside baseball. Marvel. How air, I find it stressful. And I'm like, how is a girly supposed to plan? How That, to me, is Star Wars week forever. And then you're going to throw in another fandom right after it? You know, that's a little much. They're like, they both take place in outer space. You'll figure it out. And you're like, but actually, I won't figure it out. This is a lot for me. Yeah, that's a whole different genre of cosplay. And like... I simply don't have the funds or the time to plan a, to plan one for that. I'm sorry. That's, that's really Thank you, frustrating. Hannah. Thank you so much. And that's on them. And that's on them. And that's that. And that's on them. Um, also, just quickly touching on Vanderpump Rules. Mm. I forced the entirety of my dressing room to let me explain Scandaval to them. People who have never seen a Bravo anything. Oh, my God. And I wish I was you had like, gotten like a TikTok of this. It was, I want to see like, like Fran Guinan's like reaction. Oh, he's not in your dressing room, would, but he would love it. I think, but he would, he, he would I, be like, "This is a Shakespearean play, right?" I was like, "Picture it. There's the, there's a, someone named Tom and someone named Katie." Tyler's doing a lot of finger work because it is confusing. <laughs> it is, and I use them to illustrate. And then I was like, "Wait, let me get like this little Lego person to be Raquel, and then I can use my Legos <laughs> to demonstrate what's happening." Yeah, it was harrowing, and I thought, honestly, like this episode, it. If you can't tell that Tom Sandoval is like, it's so obvious that he's lying because his behavior is erratic. He is like 
Cuckoo like, and even Ariana's like, why are you acting so weird? Yes. And it's so obvious he's being so weird. And it just makes me so furious. And the way they treated Katie, like the fucking Tom Schwartz's disregard for her. Oh, my God. Was so fucked up. Literally, like, she like made a very like normal boundary being like, do what you want. Please just don't hook up with anyone please. in the friend group because I don't want to like see it. Exactly. And he couldn't. He just was like, yeah, fuck your boundary. I don't care. And he was like, oh, she's still mad. Like, fuck off. And I understood James being like, no, fuck you. Don't touch me. Like, James looked really hot in that scene. He actually did. And I was like, God damn it. He Um, he was like so tan. He was really tan and his neck is thick. I don't know what's going on. What happened to his neck? It's so thick. Probably roids. Who knows? But probably he looks damn good. He looks really good. And when he was like, Take your hand off my leg, Schwartz. Take your hand off my leg. He's like, no, I'm not doing that. Take it off. Come on. Not doing that. Yeah, he's having a good season. I think also because even though he's drinking again, which like, you know, I don't love for him. I I really liked his sober journey. Me too. Um, But I think in general, he's not being as aggro as he used to be. So it's easy for him to be likable amidst like the circus of everyone else. Yes. And you know who just fuck? I mean, first of all, Katie Maloney has never looked better. She looks fucking incredible. Stunning. Also, Lala Kent never looks better. She like looks so good. She is so hot. Also, best friend of the pod, Hallie, showed me a photo of um, Ariana's revenge dress from, from the reunion. Out of control. Show me someone who's hotter. I can't. Also, I'm sorry. Am I missing something about Raquel? Like, I've felt that the entire time. Tyler, from day one. I am said I this insane, to Jake. Hannah, am I insane? I Every guy is like, I mean, like, I think James said something last week. Well, like, of, well, of course, Schwartz wants, wants to fuck, to fuck her. her. Yeah, like, she's yeah. so hot. Da, da, da. I'm like, she's a pretty girl. I'm not like going to say she's, she's not tall and pretty and skinny. Yeah. But like, I, like, I don't get her to next to like. These other women in the cast, I don't oh think there's God. anything like, remarkable about her. I couldn't Not pick her out of a all. lineup. Whereas, I could like, go to Coachella and I wouldn't be able to see her in the crowd. 100%. Whereas Lala Kent enters a room, forget it. You're like, star. She's a star. Ariana, she's a fucking star. Yeah. Like, truly. Like, if they entered a room, I'd be like, fuck my life. Like, the, <laughs> there was one time so I was hot. at TomTom and Lala was there. And I just couldn't stop staring at her. Mm -hmm. She looked so fucking pretty. And the times I've met Ariana, I've just been like, oh, my God, you're just like a perfect little Disney princess. Truly stunning. They're both so stunning. Like, yeah. And I don't get it. And I'm like, again, it's just so obvious to me that I'm like, Raquel wants a storyline. She's being messy. I know. You know what like really grosses me out? Like, what if the James stuff was just like a long con? Honestly, I like think she's in a full be. place of matchstick men. Like she's she is Sam Rockwell Nick Cage movie from 1999. Matchstick familiar. men. Yeah, Raquel is fully in a place of matchstick men doing yes. a long con. These are little matchstick. Yeah, legs. little matchstick men. There was a part last week where like she was like flirting with Schwartz at that stupid little table that had like an inch in the pool, and she was like, "She words. Why did you come to this realization?" And I was like, "You're trying to be like witty and funny." When She's Sandoval crying. called her witty on Howie Mandel, I was like, I, I don't disgusting. think you know what that word means. That's so upsetting when you were literally with like one of the funniest, smartest people. She takes like comedy years. very seriously, not for nothing. Not for nothing. Do you remember the part in Princess Bride when um, when Anigo Montoya goes, you say that word a lot. 
I do not think it means what you think it means about yes. inconceivable. Yes. That's yes. how I feel about Sandoval using Sandoval. the word witty. Correct. And um, he, oh, what did he, fuck, he said something. I mean, the whole thing like really is very disconcerting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, it's just, yeah, I think that's it. It's like, if you can't, if you, what I cannot get over is watching Raquel on camera. And if you do not see the fucking like, falsity in mm-hmm. that like i i'm I, i'm like i don't know what to tell you i mean it's just so obvious that she is trying mm-hmm. like she is not and i know it's all fake but like it's all i mean like not for nothing it's not all all fake you know i'm like totally it's like ramona singer like you can see those wheels turning totally and, and i and listen i am not just blaming raquel tom fucking sandoval is a fucking like uh, he's one of those like creepy fish in the bottom of the ocean with the little ding ding, and he's just yeah, he's like a creature I don't want to see. That mustache, never want to see it again. He's a true creature. He is a he is a creature, and you know what? He's a creature, and fucking Tom Schwartz is a is the little guy. He's a barnacle. He just like clings onto his skin and floats around. That's, so true. And, I'll take that to the bank. <laughs> did you see that? Did you see the scandal of like Raquel like? dropped a story that she was checking into like a mental health facility and like here's the thing this girl has exaggerated Uh. and lied about a lot of things and i hate to speculate about someone's mental health which i think her pr team knew because it's like if we drop this story how is someone going to say this isn't accurate especially when she's being dragged by the internet and it turned out that she was supposed to go to this like spa in arizona called miraval and they aka where they went in yeah Yes, on Housewives. And they, yes, and they literally like she literally spun it to be like I'm checking in for mental health support because That's of how so fucking mean up. everyone's being to me. And I was like, you are so fucked up. You've abused the court system about a black guy that was not there. Which, by the way, if you watch last week's episode, there's a scene where she doesn't have makeup on and she has this yes. the same purple mark like under yes. her eye. And I'm like, That's just what your face looks like. It's fine. Yeah. But like, don't it's say Sheena did circle. that to you. It's a yeah. dark circle. Yeah. So it's like it really sucks that she's like she's using things that she knows people are going to give her sympathy for to get sympathy and lying about them. Like I like feel like I've heard through people, through people, through people that like she and Sandoval were planning on going to the spa together in Arizona. And like, that is not a mental health facility. You fucking idiots. Sorry. It's for sound baths. Yeah. And now Sandoval's like taking to Instagram to be like, Oh my God, like this is so fucked up of Miraval to like allude to us coming. Like I was going to go alone. And I'm like, I really like 90% sure know that you weren't. Uh, One last thing. Uh, I think I had one last thing about Sandoval. Raquel. Mental health facility. She's truly lied about so much. It's hard for me to remember. Oh, oh, no. It's just the fucking drama of Lala Kent reposting her own face in her photo and posting it to Grid. I'm deceased. And then Sheena doing the same thing. Oh, the pettiness. Honestly, I love to watch. Honestly, I love to watch. Truly. I mean, it is it is Shakespearean. Like, you, it, it really is. It's just like... A stunning feat of television. I it think, really is. I think that reunion will be the highest watch thing, period, ever from Bravo. Yeah, sure. and unlike Netflix, it will air on time and properly. Yeah, fuck you, Netflix, also. I did love the memes saying that uh, Irina was, <laughs> they were like, one employee has been cited as the reason that uh, Love is Mine finale did not air, and it's just Irina being like, that's really I funny. Like, I love that. <laughs> that's a vibe. That's a whole other. That's a whole other podcast. That show. Uh, anyway. 
Uh, I guess we have to get into it. Just needed to culture catch. Up. We really did. Season three, um, episode six. Enough about Eve. Is that is that what it's enough called? Enough about Eve. Mm-hmm. Like all about Eve, but enough about uh-huh. Eve. Okay. Yeah. Which I've yeah. never seen. Oh, you haven't? No. Hannah, you, iconography, like fucking legendary shit, that movie. Okay. I know nothing yeah. about it. What's it about? Can you give me the TLDR? I mean, I actually hate when people say that. Sorry. I don't even know what that means. Okay. <laughs> it's like, it's giving, I don't want to ruin it. I, I don't want to ruin it, but it's giving, but like, I mean, it's giving Betty Davis and like in one of the most iconic things ever committed to film. And I, I, you should just watch it. You should just watch it. TLDR means too long. Didn't read. It's <laughs> internet slang to say that some text was referred to was ignored because of its length. Okay. Okay. Oh, thank you. Thank you for I'm looking sure. at um, yeah, we do open on a black and white old timey video of this like alumnus meeting of sorts. Um, and Blair and Chuck are looking absolutely stunning. This is one of my favorite looks she pulls in the entire series. Gorgeous. Um, and we find out that this guy who's giving this speech and he's like, wow, we're so excited that you're here. We're, we're giving this amazing honor to one of our most proud alumnus. And, um, and then we find out that he's talking about Vanessa. And <gasps> honestly, this is probably the best she looks in the entire series. Um, I know, this old Hollywood glam. This is her vibe. Like, this is her moment. Um, and she gets this award, which is like this really oddly shaped statue. Um, and Blair wakes up, <laughs> handwork, and Blair <laughs> wakes up from this nightmare. Um, and Chuck is like, don't tell me it was charade again. I know how much you hate Walter Matthau, which is like a very deep cut joke. Um, <laughs> uh, and she's like, worse, all about Eve. I was Betty Davis. I've never been Betty Davis before. I'm Audrey Hepburn. And Chuck's like, we both know this was about NYU. One day you'll hold that school in the palm of your dainty hand. Um, and I said, what, what is this like weird 90s apartment? Like sometimes the sound stages on the show are so confusing. I have the, the exact same thought. Okay. I was like, Chuck's supposed to be like so fucking rich, and this is giving like sound stage in Burbank that like a film yes. student rents for sixty dollars a day. A hundred percent. It was it was giving like he has a waterbed. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever have a waterbed? No, but ever since I saw a Goofy movie, I wanted one. Did you? I had one. It was <gasps> my favorite thing in the world. Did it ever? Was it comfortable? No, of course not. It and did insane. it ever explode? Yes. <gasps> oh my God. I know. It was so cool, but I wanted Goldfish to live in it, like Goofy movie. I know. I know. Yeah. I thought that was so fucking sick. That, that was like, so cool. Mermaid Motel or wherever the fuck yes. they were. And the cheese pizza. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll bring mm-hmm. it up once a week. I'll bring it up as much Every as I can. Day. As much as we can. <laughs> Nate is getting off the phone at the Vanderbilt for Congress offices um, for Trips campaign. S shows up in a full mom look, like this aubergine, like drapey so sheath dress. I was like, what so is happening? Weird. It looked like a Lily dress. It looks like Lily V. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Nate asks if she's spoken to Carter, and she's like, Not since my mom's wedding. I've left him a ton of messages, but he hasn't called me back. And Nate reveals that the Buckleys have abducted Carter and taken him to Galveston to work on one of their oil rigs to pay off his debt. And S is like, That's crazy. It would take him like 20 years to earn that kind of money. And Nate's like, Well, they're more interested in getting Carter out to the Gulf with a bunch of Texas rough next he's not gonna be making a lot of friends don't worry i have an idea okay this was really giving the oc i mean i get where the venn diagram crosses on these shows like yeah this was this was wild like it was crazy i was it was like we got like oil rigs in galveston we've got a poker game like it was like 
Serena's counting cards or whatever the fuck. Like counting cards. Like, That's what they say about poker. <laughs> they, yeah. just there count, it's a game of counting cards. Counting cards. Counting cards. Um, at the loft, Fufus is talking about how wonderful married life is, and he's packing to move over into the Vanderwoodson residence. And little Jay brings an NYU paper that has featured Vanessa on the cover, something mm. about her environmental activism, and um, that apparently makes her shoo-in to do the toast on Parents Weekend. And she's being, like, real humble about it. She's like, I don't know. No, you guys, no. Like, no, I don't know, guys. Um, and Fufus encourages her to invite her parents. I forgot that, like, her parents are really anti-college. I've yeah. forgotten all about this. Um and Dan is Dan doesn't want want to invite Olivia to the parents' dinner because you know he feels like I don't know it's like probably too soon or whatever. And Vanessa's like, no, she's like a really cool girl. You should invite her. And then he says, okay. <laughs> that was Cut the to, scene. That was the scene. Cut that to the scene. Serena and Nate walking in the park, and he's filling her in um, on. His idea. We have PJ Buckley. He's Bree's cousin oh and he hosts God. a regular poker game. And Nate thinks that he should play for Carter's debt. And S is like, and because Bree told Nate all of PJ's yes. tells. So he's like, yes. if we play against PJ, we'll know his tells and we will win the money back for Carter's debt. And S is like, okay, but what makes you think we'll win? You're not exactly a card shark. And Nate's like, well, guess what? PJ likes blondes. So I'm not going to play. You will. That's his voice. We we found it three years in. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to play. You will. PJ likes blonde. He likes blonde. See? <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of like transatlantic. Yes, everyone is. Yeah. yeah. This episode. You see, he really likes you blondes. See? You see. Oh, I also loved when um uh when he was like, "Didn't you learn in Monte Carlo with your mom?" And this is like, "I was nine playing with Nico wafers." <laughs> I really liked that. I played with wafers for chips. <laughs> <laughs> I was just a little girl. B and her minions are reading uh the feature on Vanessa, and one of her minions is like, "Didn't you ask if you could give the speech?" And then they run into Vanessa. Blair says, "Blair was a." this episode one bleep please she really um, was she was really out of hand fyi one insipid article doesn't make people like you the fever will pass just like the swine flu and vanessa says well then i wonder why josh ellis told me to start working on a toast for the dinner and blair ah, runs into her room in a huff Ugh. Mm. Olivia and dan are walking and dan is thrilled that she got him a compliment watch she asks him Kill what me. he'll I know the compliment watch was a lot. She asks him what he'll do this weekend to thank her. And in my gut, I wanted him to be like, I'm gonna go down on you. But instead, he invites her to hang out with his family. Sometimes I just want this show to go to like a dark place of HBO, but he's yeah. like, Well, how about you hang out with me and my family? And she is pumped. She's like, Dan, the last three guys I dated, I met their agent, their manager, their publicist, a personal trainer who also read tarot cards, and I never met a single one of their parents. I would love to meet yours. And they kiss and the watch is like, it's 1146. Your teeth shine like diamonds. <laughs> and then we get home by Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros, an important song from this time. And I also would like to just say as a freshman in college, when this song was like at its height, I was like, mm -hmm. wouldn't it be cool if I played this song at my wedding instead of the horror? 
Wow, that would be shocking. It was unhinged. It was an unhinged idea of 2009. Alabama, Arkansas. Well, I obviously love it because there were no songs about Arkansas. So I was like, this is everything to me. Every woman during that time saying like, including Ingrid Michaelson. Yeah. uh Love her. Um, Vanessa calls her parents and Gigi says, careful V, don't send out your invites just yet. And B has her minions do research on speeches from dictators of the past, while Olivia calls to confirm that she will do the speech tomorrow. Oh, it's a lot about speeches and a lot about toasts and a lot mm-hmm. about oil rigs in this one, kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Blair is then meeting with Josh Ellis, important alumni guy, about giving the toast. And she's like, simply put, Vanessa Abrams is a tired cliche from the 718. The preachy, I hate the man toast she no doubt has in mind won't inspire the types of deep pocket donations the school needs. And he's like... Well, not really sure what to tell you because like Olivia was my first choice and she actually just accepted and her apparently her new boyfriend convinced her otherwise. And Blair's like, what? And he's like, look, even if Olivia's schedule changed, Vanessa would still be my next choice. And then he's like, so I'm very busy and you have to go. Uh, uh. And then she leaves and Vanessa sees her leaving and she's like, no, 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 no. You are not taking this toast from me. And B says, Oh, nobody told you. Your roommate Olivia's giving the toast. Poor Vanessa. Always the understudy, never the star. And Vanessa tell uh and Vanessa says, I'll tell Dan uh not to bring her then. She's like throwing out ideas. And B says, oh, another idea with merit. That's why I always win and you lose. Good luck with your honesty. Oh, brutal. Oh my gosh. There was also a part where when Vanessa said Olivia's the other girl and be in this like sing song voice goes mm. and I thought it was really <laughs> funny she's terrifying she's so mean uh, she's so fucking mean meanwhile Nate and S show up to this rundown loft where the poker game is taking place and Nate tells PJ who's like extremely bro with like spiked hair and a polo um, oh, Nate tells PJ God. that Serena is playing and he's and then S is like that is unless you're scared to play a girl. And the buy-in is 25 grand. Nate's like, all good. I got it right here in cash. And PJ is like, pull up a seat, darling. And the game commences. He gives like everyone I didn't like in junior high. Oh my like, God, totally. He is every Southern boy who is in a frat. Like he's just the fucking worst. I just like look at him and I'm like instantly transported to like a frat house basement that's like sweaty and smells like beer. And there's like yes. a keg of jungle juice like two feet Ugh. away. Gross. What's <laughs> in jungle juice? What's in it? Yeah. Everything. Oh, just literally every booze And then you like have. Kool-Aid. One time, like, freshman like year. Like creme de menthe? <laughs> yeah, no, literally like Kool-Aid. Well, you mean like well, is I mean, creme de menthe in it? In it. Like if you have in the house, do you just put it, put it all in? I think Yeah, I think it's like a lot of like Everclear and like Holy just- fuck. God, I remember no. freshman year, we had this big party like every year where it was like the freshmen hung out with the senior girls mm-hmm. and the guys hung out with the senior guys. And it was like this like fake fraternity sorority thing. Mm-hmm. And then it all culminated in like a big rager like at mm-hmm. the end of the night. And I it was really hot my freshman year. So I was like chugging jungle juice. And at one point I fell Fair down enough. the stairs and hit my head against a wall. And like, thank God I didn't like bleed to death. Did you bleed? No, I just went, ow. 
Oh my God, you probably got hurt less because you were drunk and relaxed. I know, but then like, I remember thinking like when I was really drunk because like Natasha Richardson, rest in peace, had just passed away oh from a kidney Oh my God, tree. I know, so There's sad. part of me that was like, am I going to like internally hemorrhage and like die from jungle juice? Like I can't Wanna... think of a more tragic way to go out. I mean, fair, that's pretty sad. Death yeah. by jungle juice. Death by jungle juice. Yeah, Vanessa and Dan are having coffee and she's trying to convince him not to bring Olivia. And he's like, I'm sorry, what is going on? Also, the Intelligentsia product placement was hot. Mm -hmm. Also, I was like, I didn't realize Intelligentsia was like like popping off. I get, I get, I didn't even know they had them in New York. because I know. I in Chicago. Um, and Vanessa then is like, okay, I have to tell you. And then she lies mm. and says that Olivia is the one freaking out about meeting his parents. And Dan's like, oh my God, really? I knew this was going to happen. Thanks for the heads up. And Vanessa's like, I mean, yeah, what are friends for? And then looks back longingly. She's mm. disgusted with herself, with her lies. As she should be. As she should be. Meanwhile, at the poker game, S isn't doing great. Nate nope. tells PJ that they're buying back in, but they're upping the stakes for Carter Bazin. And PJ's like, oh, I get it. You're Carter's girl. Well, I got bad news for you, darling. Carter's debt is a lot more than you're showing. Predatory behavior from PJ. Honestly, and Nate's yes. like... Okay, you bet Carter and I'll bet a photo of Trip Vanderbilt from the night of his bachelor party with a bong. It'll cost him the election. The stakes are high with with a bong. <laughs> <laughs> um, Olivia is canceling uh, the speech with Josh Ellis and and then talks to Vanessa. It's like, oh, my God, I shouldn't be freaking out. Right. And Vanessa's like, no, 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 no. I'm sure he planned something really special. And meanwhile, Vanessa's phone rings and it's a call from Josh Ellis. And Blair's minion overhears, goes into the room. I don't know why I thought th these lines were so no, iconic. It was very funny. Goes into the room. She's like, Vanessa's giving the toast and she's got some weird claw thing. Uh, and Blair says, well, I don't know anything about that, but phase one is complete. I was obsessed, absolutely obsessed with that. And then Amalia's the other one. I don't know the other one's name. Mm -hmm. uh, Amalia was like, um, but Blair, you still don't have the toast. And B turns and says, oh my God, thank you, Amalia. When are you going to learn to have a little faith? And throws her notebook into her lap. <laughs> and then B calls Chuck to launch their game from the summer, question mark. Dun, dun, dun. How would you spell dun, dun, dun? How would you spell that? I think I would do D-U-N, D-U-N, D-U-N. Same. That's exactly what I did. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love that for us. Okay. When Olivia gifted Vanessa with that anime goblin claw, and she goes, Horrifying. I, I just I thought it was kind of funny. Something about the way she delivered that line was like really sad and sweet to me. I know. I, Hillary kind of ate on a couple of these lines. Yeah. I kind of yeah. felt for Olivia in this episode. I was like, okay, girly. Well, I mean, we'll get to the part where she's a nightmare at this fucking dinner. But except for when she says, I love you, bitch. That's one of my favorite lines in the entire series. I love you, bitch. I love you, um, bitch. At the poker game, Serena goes all in and loses. Loses hard. Then at the Vanderwoods and Penthouse, Vanessa and her mom, Gabriella, show up. And her mom is insanely hot. And she shares a warm embrace with Rufus. And Vanessa's dad, Arlo, couldn't make it because he was busy installing solar panels on a chicken coop. Same. You can't make this shit. No, you really can't. Uh, you can't. She's like, Arlo could make did. it. Yeah. Right. 
Gabriella meets Lily and gifts her with some homemade strawberry rhubarb jam. And Lily's like, NYU is the perfect fit for Vanessa. And Gabriella's like, well, to be completely honest, my husband and I do not believe in private universities. Knowledge shouldn't be for sale. And they're like, okay, anyways, who's hungry? Uh, yeah, it's tense. Things are tense. Things are tense. Um, meanwhile, Chuck and Blair are at a bar. They spot Josh Ellis, and he's apparently the person they picked for the scheme. And Chuck approaches. His hand is like thing. Isn't that thing or thing from the Adams family? The hand? I think so, yeah. It's like just a hand. He, yeah. His hand literally scuttles across <gasps> like a little fiddler crab. Bone chilling. And he like pulls himself forward. I mean, in a truly insane way. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, at Tripp's campaign headquarters, Nate is going to tell his grandfather and he assures us that he can handle it. He gets a call. Uh, S leaves. Someone comes up and is like, uh, do you know, is Nate in there? He has a call from uh, PG Buckley. And S is like, oh, yes. Uh, hold on one second. And goes in and she overhears him telling his grandpapa that he lied to her about the photo of Trip. He had actually uh, used Photoshop, a hot <gasps> item in this season, to put a bong over a beer. And he was like, I mean, I feel bad for lying to Serena, but it worked. Done, lay, done, lay, done. <gasps> Meanwhile, at the penthouse, <laughs> Gabrielle's rhubarb jam is a hit. She <laughs> used agave. She refused to use sugar. Oh my God. I was starting to get annoyed with Gabrielle at this Same. point. I was like, okay, Same. get a grip. Um, they tell her that Dan won't be at the dinner because of his date with Olivia. And Lily's like, she's a very famous actress. And Gabriella does not worship at the altar of shell Hollywood celebrities. I was, she's like, I mean, was she even qualified to get into the school? Okay. And she's like very high horsey and did make some valid points, but I was annoyed by her. And then Olivia calls and Vanessa is like, and she asks her why Dan changed his mind about bringing her to meet his parents. And she's like fully spiraling. Olivia's like, I just don't know. Like, what did I do? Ugh. And Vanessa insists that Dan's parents are super judgmental about Hollywood celebrities and like literally just claimed that Rufus and Lily believe everything her mom believes. And Olivia is pissed and she's like, uh, what? Uh, seriously, you don't need to make excuses for him. I gotta go. And she hangs up in her horrific statement necklace in a, in, in a one shoulder purple dress. There was a lot of purple in this episode. So many one shoulders, so many purple or so much purple, so many statement necklaces, mm -hmm. offensive amount. My eyes, uh, my eyes, my eyes. Meanwhile, Chuck is, I would say, queer baiting Josh Ellis. And I yeah. didn't love this. No. Or so you think. And uh, Chuck keeps like turning down Josh's advances. And then they kiss. And I said, hot to me. Blair yeah. storms in and Josh Ellis runs away. She chases after him, hitting him with his handbag. How could you? Where are you going? Come back here. <laughs> and Blair, Blair apparently promised him a kiss with Chuck. And then she gets the speech. So she played Chuck. She stalled so that Josh could get his kiss in. And um, and B then, she's like, okay, great. And then she hits him again with her handbag and says, out, out, you cable knit queen. And Chuck approaches and says, I have to get to a dinner uptown. And Blair is like, are you upset because you kissed a guy? And in, in a very exciting turn of events, <sighs> Chuck says, I'm upset because I kissed someone who wasn't you. You really think I've never kissed a guy before? Ooh. Okay, okay, Actually, okay. Good king. Ooh, 
And B calls Vanessa and she ignores it. And she's like, oh, well, I tried. And then we cut to Gabriella, uh, who is promising to keep an open mind about everything during the parents' dinner. Meanwhile, with Dan and Olivia, oh my God, Vanessa told Dan, like, you can make her your special chicken. And Dan's like, I don't know what you're talking about. So he's trying to make oh, this this yes. special chicken. Um, and it's a fail. It's a so fail. Olivia's like, we could go to the parents' dinner. And Dan is in a panic. And Olivia takes her absurdly large red bag and leaves to get ready. And they oh plan on meeting in an hour. B and Vanessa in these horrific necklaces mm-hmm. uh b tells vanessa that she is giving the speech and says oh oh my god are you begging you're embarrassing yourself more than usual when will you learn some people are better than others so fucking mean so vanessa mean. is shook um because her mom is there and she's like please don't do this please don't do this i felt meanwhile, bad for her i did too meanwhile dan introduces olivia to fufus and lily and she is fucking on one she is like on her phone she's like yeah i know (laughs) leo will be in my next movie and she keeps saying totes and things (gasps) like and and lily's like i love your dress i saw it in the uh what was the hervé leger runway show in fashion week she's like that's impossible because it was never on the runway max azria is one of my best friends she's like is anyone famous here I mean, horrifying, and also is acting it in just the worst, I set me in a grave type of style. It's like that episode where Lizzie McGuire runs for class president and becomes like a total terror. Yeah, it was giving that. It was giving that. Mm -hmm. Then Chuck meets one of Blair's new minions and asks where Blair is. And her minion's like, she's getting ready for her toast. And he's like, keep up, Bambi. Blair's not giving a toast. And she's like, well, Mr. Ellis promised that it... And Chuck's like, promised what? And he looks over and sees Blair chatting at Mr. Ellis. And he's slowly putting together the pieces of this huge scheme that Blair orchestrated. Ugh. Serena finds Nate and confronts him about the fake photo. So you just used Carter? And Nate's like, I'm sorry I had to lie to you. And S says, no, you're not, but you will be. Oh. And then she shoves the photo into his chest. Dun, 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 mm. da Meanwhile, at the dinner, mm-hmm. Olivia is on the phone being insufferable. I gotta go. I love you, bitch. <laughs> And Dan pulls her aside and is like, literally, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, I know everything. Vanessa told me that your parents think I'm a stupid, shallow Hollywood celebrity. I thought and you then, a stupid bitch. Your parents think I'm a stupid bitch just because I'm famous. I mean, that was the subtext. Yeah, right. right. And Vanessa is preparing to take the mic with a giant purple clutch. Again, lots of giant bags. A lot of giant bags, giant necklaces. The accessories, the bigger, the better. They were giving drag. Like, yes, yes. The bigger, yes. the better, honey. Camp. Yes. Oh, yes. So Vanessa takes the microphone. Mm-hmm. Like, clearly, I mean, well. I shouldn't spoil it. Anyway, she takes the microphone. Then we see her with her giant bag confronting Blair. Mm-hmm. She's like, what makes you better than me? is like, okay, fine. Everything. Generations of breeding and wealth created me. I have more in common with Marie Antoinette than you. Excuse me. I have to give my toast. And V says, <gasps> you just did. Takes out the microphone. B is exposed. She leaves this weird little dressing area with curtains. She and sees the extras who are truly lay shook. There was this one extra 
I almost said stage right, but like to the left in the scene, who was fully mouth agape going, <gasps> that <gasps> would be me. <laughs> Same. Eating and then the, the other ones who were just like, mm, uh, uh, I feel like this is I, that extra clearly like is like, doing while they were shooting this was also sh- like doing like a black box theater production of like i don't know like the dreamer Songs examines his pillow yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 um for sure and like you know fully thought they were on stage and like forgot the medium so they were giving mm-hmm. stage performance instead of tv performance and like i get that they really were she really gave she ate um she and ate. chuck leaves and then v is confronted by olivia Oh, and I'm sorry, is confronted by Olivia in her Hervé Leger and Dan. And we mm-hmm. get Gossip Girl saying, sorry, ladies, le jeu sont fait, which means the games are made or like the games are set. <laughs> Thanks for playing each other. Ooh. Oh. Uh, my French pronunciation. It wasn't great. It's okay. No, I thought that was really good. Thanks, honey. Olivia tells Dan that she wanted to surprise him with the toast and... Mm-hmm. She like asks Vanessa, she's like, babe, literally, why didn't you just ask me for the toast? Like I would have given it to you. Like it was never that serious. Mm -hmm. And Vanessa's like, oh, I'm such a dumb bitch. Sorry. I just like subbed my awful family in for Dan's like super nice family. And I literally love Rufus and Lily. And I honestly wish they were my parents. And Gabriella is like lurking in the background and overhears. And she's like, I just wanted to wish you luck, Vanessa. And then leaves. (sighs) Then Lily gives Blair a pep talk, floppy air quote pep talk and gives her a knowing smirk. She's like, yeah. Yes, Blair's like, I messed up. And Lily's like, yes, you really did. And Blair's like, Lily, you're supposed to say everything's going to be all right. Where did you learn to give a pep talk? Guantanamo? And Lily's like, Blair, I understand a thing or two about ambitious women, but without trust, you're lost. Let Chuck lick his wounds. You can talk to him tomorrow. Then we cut to Carter in a room with a lot of candles. Why did this look like she was at Blair's? I don't know. I think maybe she had a meet at Blair's to like divert so so the Buckleys wouldn't know. That's what I told myself because the storytelling didn't make sense. Yeah. There were so many candles lit. It was such a fire hazard that Dan set. Mm -hmm. Um, And and then she tells him that she helped PJ settle a public fiasco and that his debt is paid. And Carter's like, no, dude, bro, that was my debt to pay. He's like, even if that means I have to, and S cuts him off, off abruptly and says, work on an oil rig? I wasn't going to let that happen. Carter says, I have to go. And he's like, I think I'd rather have you hate me than feel sorry for me. And S is like, literally making little tiny sounds saying, yes, no, oh, I know. <laughs> she like whimpered. She was like, Oh, oh, yes. Vanessa, what'd you say? I said it gave whimper. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Vanessa chases her mom down and apologizes. And Gabrielle makes a strong argument for why Vanessa should like maybe look inward and evaluate the type of person NYU is Mm -hmm. turning her into. And then oh. Olivia and Dan walk up and overhear Rufus going, maybe she's different when they're alone. She's she, she's different. And they're like, hi, uh, here's what actually happened. And then Josh Ellis welcomes Olivia to give the toast. And she's like, I am not prepared for this. And a gaggle of children asks for her photo. And Vanessa and Blair watch as Olivia is about to give the speech. This was tough. And then Olivia goes, hi, I'm Olivia Burke. And that's all we get. <laughs> 
iconic speech. Iconic. A whole speech. episode about a speech, and we don't actually know what she said. And we have no idea what she says or how she inspired the youths. No idea. Um, meanwhile, Olivia apologizes, and they have waffles. And Lily brings out the damn welcome back Carter mugs. And if I hear about, is that what they're called? Welcome back Carter. Welcome back Connor. Something if I like hear that. about them one more time, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. I literally was like, what are we talking about here? What are we talking about? Blair knocks on Chuck's door, asks for forgiveness, promises she won't ever do that again. The Magnetic Zeros comes back on with the song Home. Vanessa's and in Chuck is like, I have a meeting. The door closes. Blair's alone. Chuck actually alone. Not in a meeting. Mm. Vanessa's mom is already headed back and skipped out on their coffee date. And that honestly broke my heart. I know. She's like waiting for her mom with a croissant. And her mom's like, oh, I'm actually already on the road. And Vanessa's like fully about to cry. The yeah. Humphreys are having a lovely breakfast with Olivia because like Loki, nothing ever goes wrong for the fucking Humphreys. Um, yeah. And S comes in in a full strut and is like, hey. Then Chuck moodily looks out the window at his crappy soundstage apartment. Carter heads out of town. Blair arrives at the coffee shop and sees a forlorn Vanessa and she sits and accepts the croissant and Loki I'm kind of into an alliance between these two. Me too. I think it could be incredible. Very powerful. Very powerful. Powerful women doing powerful things. And then Gigi says, fortunately, do you want to give us this? No, you give it. You give it. Fortunately, misery loves company. Well, for now, at least XOXO (gasps) gossip girl. When do we get Lady Gaga? When do we get, we get Lady Gaga? Duff? When we do we get it? it? Lady Gaga. When, when do, do we get, we get it? it? <laughs> 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 we're like playing some kind. We're either playing handbells or we're yeah. banging on a drum with a single. Yeah, stick. we're doing some percussion. Yeah, or one free. It's giving hand. percussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Move over, Ringo. That was yeah. the only drummer I could think of. I, honestly, that's better than me. Damn drummer. Yeah. Um, wow. So yeah, that was an episode. I, I something about the way the way they kept saying freshman dinner, parents dinner. Every time they said dinner, I no. got hungry. Is that weird? Oh, sure. No, I saw those well, waffles and I was starved. When yeah. they said dinner, I just pictured like a really nice like Dorinda Medley uh, roast chicken. Yes, yes, and some potatoes. Yes, and some like roasted potatoes and like mm, honey yum, glazed yum. carrots. And I was like, you need to Oof. stop saying dinner. I'm literally so hungry. It was giving. It was giving like Thanksgiving. It was giving like Thanksgiving, yes. not a Thanksgiving. And honestly, I can't wait for Thanksgiving now. That that's why, like to this day, if someone says the word meal, I associate it with a happy meal, and I get really hungry when they're like, "Oh, I Starving. want a nice meal." I think I want a nice happy meal. You, <laughs> wow, wow, I love that about you. That's perfect. You know what I mean? I just want some nugs and some fries. I've really been craving it lately. Honestly, it sounds so good. It sounds so good. I they need to make some, some vegan nugs at yeah, they've, McDonald's. They've been testing them out. They have. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's just terrific. Just I would terrific. lose my fucking shit. I would, because those fries, man, nothing is better. I'm sorry. Nothing. nothing is better. Nothing is better than a Diet Coke from McDonald's and some fries. Did I tell you why that is? Because they put sugar on them? No, no, I'm sorry. I'm saying okay. from the, for the Diet Coke. Oh, no. Tell me why that is. Okay. And I have these boots on the ground because my aunt used to work for Coke. Okay. Hot. McDonald's spends more money on their equipment than any other fast food chain to make sure, sure. that the like ratio is perfect. So wow. it is like exactly the way Diet Coke is intended to taste. And also they store the like Diet Coke before the CO2 is put into it 
cold, whereas everywhere else stores it at room temp. Wow. And that and is why have it. a McDonald's Diet Coke is the most crispity, delicious thing fucking you will if ever eat or put in your mouth. If they had Sonic ice, nothing, I, I think I would die. Yeah, on a live, I truly like just. <laughs> was that by Diet was Coke? That, <laughs> that was giving, that, that was giving um, Doctor Who, the, the guys, the Daleks, where they're like, exterminate, exterminate. No, <laughs> That's me when I take just a one sip. Sip. A McDonald's sip. Diet Coke. Crispy sip. Extra money. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can get in my way with that. <gasps> wow. Well, wow. Mm-hmm. What an up. What an up. What a day. What a life. What a time. Tyler, where can our amazing Nana. listeners follow you? <gasps> Y'all, thank you so much, Han. Y'all can find me at Tyler McMeredith on Instagram and Tyler McMeredith on the Tiki Talks. It would be Tyler Meredith, except that, you know, someone who hasn't posted a photo and a solid 13 years on Instagram uh, has my handle. So wow. thanks for being there. It, it, uh, yes. Like like Blair trying to snatch Vanessa's speech from her. You're like, give me a handle. I'm like, you, I'm like, but then I'm like, what if, you know, who knows? Maybe they're not around. So I get oh, worried. Shit. You know, I don't want to push it, you know. Okay, wellness Sorry to check. break down the mode. Anyways, the mode, the Edna mode. <laughs> Edna mode. Edna mode. If you don't think that's not a cosplay that's happening this year. I can't wait. Edna mode. That's darling. So um, Hannah, where can our amazing listeners find you you can find me at hannah a brown on instagram and twitter hannah a brown zero on the tiki talkies check the link in my bio for the link to my ltk as well well Well. oh and if you're loving the podcast please Please. send it to your friends and leave a rating and a review because we love it and we love y'all we love y'all so much oh my god oh my god so much (gasps) well see you next week next week guys I chose violence with that key. I loved it.